and welcome to J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jerry coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Mondays and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it one more time because I truly mean it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it works, people. You found it through someone else. I don't know how you found it, but why don't we repeat that process? Why don't you give the gift of J-Train this holiday season? Let someone know. That's a free gift for you to give to a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, and it feels so good. If you want to give me a gift, make it your Instagram story. Tag a friend, anybody. Tag them because that's a good way to be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, gotcha. And if you're on YouTube... I want to say hello, YouTube land. Get subscribed to my channel, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. We're putting videos there every single episode. I also do the Rose Rehash. The Bachelor is coming, and I'm going to be doing the Rose Rehash for The Bachelor as well. So go to youtube.com slash Jared Freed. Also, if you're looking for a gift that you don't even have to send, Patreon, I'm doing three extra podcasts a week, $5 a month, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, three extra podcasts a week. $5 $5 a month. Very excited for today's guest. An OKP here on the podcast. Been here before. Hilarious comic. Adrian Iapalucci, thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me, Jared. And that is a steal of a deal for $5 a month. They get three podcasts extra a week. Per week. And that's I, the most insane. That's like the best deal I've heard out of anyone doing podcasts. Thank you. They, I'm and, not even and, just saying that. You told me that, and I was like, holy fuck, that's a lot of content for five bucks. It's a lot of content. I'd never shut the fuck up. I, I put out, they're like mini-sodes. Like, they're 15, 20, the, the longest I've ever gone on Patreon per episode is about 30 minutes. But it's something, what I like about it is that they're all like, they're a little different than what we do here, but also just like, they're, I think they're fun and they move a little bit. You know, if you're looking yeah, for like a treadmill listen, it's a great treadmill listen, I would say to people. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. People should be buying that up like crazy. <laughs> I, I hope they listen to you. But I want to talk about you, Adrian. You're hilarious. I'm so happy you're here. You have a new album. Thank you. Yes, Baby Skeletons. So I want to tell people, this isn't a stand-up comedy podcast. This is a you know a podcast where people email in and we get, give advice, and we're going to get to that very quickly. But I want people to go listen. I think the perfect cousin to the podcast is the stand-up comedy album because you put it on, you may be on a car trip. Again, I'm mentioning the treadmill again. I don't mean to do that to everyone before the new year, but like... <laughs> It's a good beginning, middle, end. It's like reading a book somewhat, right? I agree. It's a good way to like listen, pass the time of something that's awful, like the yes. treadmill, driving, yes. <laughs> the elliptical. Driving. And you're like, if you close your eyes and don't close your eyes while you're driving, but like you feel like you're in the room, you feel the experience, you're getting brought back to a moment in time. Where did you take... So and, and also, so to anyone listening... It is pre-sale right now. It comes out the 29th of December. So the 29th of December, if you're listening after that date, you can listen to it anywhere you listen to music. Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora. If you are listening before the 29th, it is in pre-sale right now. It's a great stocking stuffer. It's a great gift to yourself. Something to take your mind off of things. It's called Baby Skeletons. Adrian Iapalucci, where did you tape it? Why the title? Let's hear it. Um, I taped it at New York Comedy Club two years ago, and I was going to tape... Two years ago? 
Yes, and I was going to tape a special this fall. And because of COVID, that didn't happen. And I have like this, I'm really proud of it. I love all the jokes. It's, I think it's really good because it's like a culmination of my like, I guess at that point, 13, 14 years of doing stand up. Yeah. Um, and I was really, I think it like really came out well. And I was supposed to do a special this year, but that didn't happen with COVID. So I was like, let me put this out there. I'm already writing new stuff. Um, so that's why it came out. And Baby Skeletons is the punchline of one of my jokes. So, um, and to let people know, like Adrian, uh, Baby Skeletons, that doesn't surprise me. Someone listening would be like, no. oh, my word. What, a Baby Skeleton? How could you be saying about such horrors, right? And it's it's Baby Skeletons. It's like more than one Baby <laughs> Skeleton. So it's... Even if you have someone in your life that you think will be triggered by it, it's a good way to upset someone too. Oh, you know this I mean? is, it has dual. It has a dual purpose. You can either give it to your friend who has that dark sense of humor, or give it to your friend with no darkness to them at all, and you'll really rattle their cage a little bit. Give it to your boss who you hate. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, I, never- I, <laughs> you mentioned something very interesting because I think. Um, there was like this big talk when all this started and you were on the podcast right around the beginning or first couple months of the pandemic where it's like, okay, go, you know, a lot of these people were like, okay, now that we have some time, go write the next great American novel, go do, do your art. And it's like such a, a bullshit thing to tell people to do because it's like, you know, for us as standups, like yeah, we're writing material, but you have to live to be able to write. You got to leave the house. You got to walk. You need momentum. You got to go on stage to see if these jokes work. We're going on stage much less. So it, it is. Less. Yeah, we experiences you, to draw from. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like, I do think like you can write some stuff about COVID, but even COVID comedy and jokes about it is going to be outdated pretty quickly. Well, this is the problem I'm having. I'm right now I'm debating I, I I think I'm putting out a COVID album and I, I have enough material that I've built over the summer till now where it's like, I think it's like 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes of like stuff that I really, I like, but that's perfect though. But 30 yeah, minutes. And, it's, and, and it's, and, but March, like we're going to move on. Like, I, I don't like, I don't know if it's going to have the same resonance Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't want to be, I don't want to be the guy and I'm already doing this where I'm kind of rolling my eyes at the, my breath smells in the mask joke. But we're still in it. Do you know what I mean? If you put it out now while we're still in it, I think it's very relatable. But I'm saying if we come out of this and we're doing tours in, you know, like September and July and we're, I think then people are going to want to move on from it. You could do, I think, some jokes about it, but if you do an hour about, how you and your significant other like how to deal with each other's farts sure. all pandemic. It's like, okay, like what else? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, but I think, I, yeah, I, definitely put it out now while people are still in this. So my plan is, and for those of you listening, if you're Indianapolis, I, I would love for people in Indianapolis to come. I'm doing New Year's Eve show and I think I'm gonna tape, oh, tape the whole that. thing. Yeah. yeah that's, so that's great. New Year's Eve, Indianapolis, I'll be doing some filming, some taping. Uh you know, uh, you go to my website, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, but this isn't about me. What I'm saying is it's great that you could go back. And, so you were going to tape a special where you're going to do like the YouTube thing. Did you have a network involved? So I, uh, I got to open for Pat Oswalt a couple of times and he really liked Amazing. me and he was going to direct a special for me. And I think he um, is how I got on the degenerates. Cause he really 
it, he really believed me, which is very nice, even though his standup and mine are not exactly the same, you know, like. No, but that, I think that's the people you believe in most. You're like, because you can get out of yourself. You get out of your own narcissism to be like, this person's great for, you know, that you can understand the, the greatness. He's also in it. a lover of standup. So even yeah. if he doesn't, you know what I mean? Even if somebody doesn't have like edgy jokes or whatever, you still love standup and you can love all aspects of it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like. Brian Regan, amazing. We don't do the same type of stand-up, but I love his stand-up, you know? That, that was my greatest disappointment about starting stand-up was that it felt like, I think most I think most good comedians understand that, but it was always like the shittiest people at the open mic that if you did anything different than what they do, they'd be like, oh, it doesn't get, you know what I mean? But that's not a lover of stand-up. You, yeah. I mean, you can love all different types of music. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like Eric Clapton and Wu-Tang. I, and sure. they're totally different, so... I opened for him a bunch. He was like, I want to direct your special. And then we were going to do something this fall. And then this happened. So I was just like, well, I don't want to hold on to this any longer. I'm already writing new material and have stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to put it out. So but that, all, that also takes a lot of trust in yourself. A lot of, you know, because you're like, the next joke will come. I, I, I have to get over that. I understand that that's, it's hard to it's, do. And some of those jokes are like your babies. Cause they, I've had them. Sure. From, you know, I've had some of those jokes on that special, on that album for like, I don't know, five, six years in. So I love them. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah, they're the ones you and can I'm lean on. And I'm giving them up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm giving them up now and I'm not going to do them on a special, but I'm hoping people will discover me through this period and like my standup and come out and see me when, you know, the road well, opens and we go back out. Listen, I love watching you do standup. I love your material. I Thank love, you. I love hanging with you. And I think for everyone listening right now, Get involved with Adrian. You know, this is, uh, I, I think you're going to love her album. I want you to pre, uh, right now, comics are putting stuff out there. Pete, we're, we're entrepreneurs. Support a small business. Adrian's yes. put out an album. It's in pre-sale. It's called Baby Skeletons. Go, go, go. I'll have a swipe up on my Instagram. Get the pre-sale. And if you're listening after the 29th, it's out there. Anywhere you listen to music, all we want is stand-ups is for you to enjoy our stuff. So, you know, again, go, go, go. Adrian Iapalucci, at Adrian Iapalucci. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. Bring it on. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Why can't he just be my only fan? I think we know where this is going. Yeah. Jay, your podcast and live streams have been getting me through the quarantine, so thanks for all you do. Getting my question. My boyfriend and I have been seeing each other since mid-summer, official for probably just over a few months. I just had a moment where I was like, am I taping? <laughs> like, I was like, we had some technical difficulties before the show, so now I'm in my head about are we taping? Okay. Uh, my question to you, my boyfriend and I have been seeing each other since midsummer. official probably just over a few months, and things were going very well. L-bombs have been dropped, and we're getting much closer, but there's one thing that I don't love, and I'm not sure if I should bring it up or if it's something I'll just have to deal with. We were together maybe a month ago, and he went to Google something we were talking about, and his only two frequently visit sites at the top were OnlyFans and Pornhub. <laughs> no, 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 the, the website for the Met wasn't there, you know, like the only two. That's great. Well, she knows like, at least what he's interested in, you know, yes. like she's, he's won't a have, very simple man. Yeah. You want you don't have to worry about gifts. Just get, you know, maybe a gift card to Pornhub or OnlyFans. Like, do they do yeah. gift cards? 
My girlfriend just said, I'd like that. Well, we're all learning See? today. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't want to interfere with his porn watching because I know it's not about me, but there's something about him, one, paying money, two, for specific girls on OnlyFans that doesn't sit right with me. I may have also looked through who he's following on Insta, and there's a lot of girls in there without big followings who have OnlyFans links in their bio. I don't know if it makes a difference, but he's following over a thousand accounts. So not sure if it's something he actively seeks out or just an accumulation over the years. I love this. The way this email is written, she's not wrong. It's so honest and so like baby deer like like i guess it just accumulated over the years you know but if you look at what you said before turn it around this guy supporting small businesses and these he's not following like these huge stars he's following people that don't have a lot of followers maybe he's helping them pay their rent or get like a dinner like look at it like that he is he's helping the community he's supporting all these small businesses and maybe someone's feeding their kid because he's giving them ten dollars a month to, I think you make a fantastic point because um, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of hypocrisy with um, our porn habits. Yeah, you know, like somebody- like we're we're using it. Like if this guy's he's a legitimate fan, which is okay. Um, and and if you're if you're watching something on a daily basis and never paying for it, like that sucks. At, at what point, like I, you know, and again, I'm one of those people that like. People watch my. She mentioned the live scream in the beginning of the email. I do a hundred stories. I'm I'm just personally. I'll, I'll make it personal. I put up a hundred stories every episode of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Uh, the goal is a hundred jokes, a hundred slides that you would maybe laugh at. The goal of you laughing is for you to like them enough to follow along. So sometimes people will go. Uh, like DM me by accident because they mean to DM their friend who sent it to them or or they'll send me like a million DMs and with like a million ha-ha-has. And it's like, listen, I did my job. I want the payment of a follow now. Of you course. Know, I, I get offended when someone watches the whole thing and I go, yeah, you forgot to follow. I try to, what I say to people, I go, forgot to follow. I try to make it like, you know, just like up, you know, I don't, I don't get, I'm trying not to get mad. I'm trying to like look for the best. And every once in a while, someone will write back, they'll go, well, you're not following me. Well, I get nothing well, out of your account. Yeah, you're not presenting me with anything on a daily basis that's entertaining. I gave what am I yeah, value. You for? To exactly. See you at your sister's baby shower <laughs> to see people I don't know. That's nothing. It, it, well, it's a it, and I immediately block those people. I, well, I yeah. block them because they don't have an understanding of the economy of putting out content. Right. Which just like we're talking about with your album, like you put it up and, you know, the streams per stream on Pandora is very minimal. It adds up. You hope it adds up. But you're looking for a different compensation. You want someone who listens to become your fan. A fan is worth a, way, a more. Hundred, way more than whatever the stream is going to be. So there's intrinsic value. That is a, a yes. an economic term. So let me read the rest of her email because I really don't want to control him, but something just doesn't sit right with me, him paying for private content from specific girls he's also following on a public app. Why does he need to buy online private content when he has a girlfriend who will gladly give him that live and free, she writes with a smiley face uh, emoji. <laughs> ah, it's Although, different. Because Should he I? wants to see that specific pussy like that yeah i mean like that's what it comes down to and if 
you're not okay with that, that's fine. But that is the reason. Do you know what I mean? It's not even like this guy wants to cheat on you. He just wants to see other people's pussies and assholes. It's fantasy. It's fan. Yes. Porn is porn. And here's the thing. The pr- Let me read the rest of your email because the problem is that our we, this is new. I think if it wasn't new, it wouldn't be because we act like, oh, it, because right now her boyfriend's in the position of this animal. But but like, right. but if this ex- because like he's doing something that is new to all of us. If this if this stuff existed in the 1800s, they'd be looking at, you know, you know, uh, you know, the Queen Mary doing this shit too. you know, a right. woman dressed with a big wi- powdered wig. It, it would be it wouldn't be as it would be like grandfathered in already. Whereas now, yeah. like, imagine porn came out right now. Everyone would be nuts if their boyfriend was watching porn, but we're OK with it because it's been around forever. So sure. I get her, I guess, concern or she feels uncomfortable about the OnlyFans because you have some interaction with them, I guess. Yeah, but I I can say as a guy like I've so I listen for research purposes. I went and you know you click an OnlyFans account and you can't see anything. Like when you go to like look at it, it's just all locked up. And you have a moment where you go, should I do this or not? Because again, this is all new. Like I don't do that when I go on you know Pornhub. I don't mm-hmm. I don't go. Am I doing something? Like I'm not looking over my shoulder like oh Pornhub because it's already become normalized and and right. the same you know so. When you go to like an OnlyFans, you go, ah, this is a little too close for my comfort. But this guy has gotten over that hump where he goes, listen, I, I, this is where I go for fantasy. I'm sure, I mean, they say that when you get a prostitute of male mm-hmm. or female, you're not paying for the sex. You're paying for them to leave. That's an old saying. Ooh, that's, so, that's good. Th- that's been said a million times. So the idea, so I, I, I would assume the payment of OnlyFans is a a payment for your fantasy. You right. know, it, it's not a payment for, hey, ma- and again, I'm not saying this can't happen, but I'm saying I'm generalizing a lot of guys would say, and a lot of women who use it, they would go, no, this is this is payment for five minutes to get outside of my own, uh, of my imagination, to, 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 to go to my own dreamland of, of masturbation. Yeah, and also if it's not interfering with your life, like if he's not short on rent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. really affecting your life in a way, I don't know. Who really cares? I, like She writes, well, she writes, I'm sorry to interrupt. She writes, should I say something to him or just uh, is this just something I need to ignore and let happen? If I say something, how should I go about doing this? He's uh, going to be oblivious. Should I bring it up uh, that I saw it on his phone a few weeks ago when we were together? Should I even bring up the following an IG part? The IG part make me may make me look a little bit crazy. I, don't, I think the IG part would make you look the least crazy. I don't want I don't want him to feel like I'm judging or trying to control him. I know he's a very sexual guy and I don't mind he watches porn, but OnlyFans is just not something I know that I'm comfortable with. Any advice is appreciated. Thanks for doing what you do. I also think in the beginning of a relationship, you're a little more territorial and jealous of stuff. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like a couple yeah. months in, I would almost revisit this in six months and see if you still care that he's doing that. Well, I agree with you. And also because of COVID, all these relationships are moving very quickly. She says they're saying I love you yes. within a couple months. So the I love you is coming before you see the only fans and you porn come up on the screen like that. Maybe that would have been reversed in different circumstances. Yeah. I, I, I think you got to wait it out. I think also you, I, I think there's to me like the, it, again, what you said is so important. 
Is it taking away from your sex life? Is it taking away from your happiness or having seen it made you kind of think twice about it? Like the idea that he's paying someone for the work that they're putting out there. I think you and I both think that this is like, we hope Supporting more people. Guy. Yeah. Uh, Pur- we hope more people would do ribbon. this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we like he's doing the Lord's work. Yeah. And, and you know, it's not like he's leaving $5 on the table of their apartment as he leaves. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't think you press on this because it's going to happen. I think the one thing I think the one thing you can ask of him is like, hey, like I think you can be classy while being being a sexual deviant in your imagination. So, right. I, I don't mean to like make a negative with the word deviant, but like you can go to imagination land while also being classy of your significant other. What does that mean? Not liking their posts, maybe not following any more people from now on, maybe keeping the following, you know, to what the, I mean, a thousand women is like a lot of women, but I, I, that's, that's kind of funny to me, but right. Do you think there's a way to like clean up the Instagram? I mean, so I, I think there's a couple things. It's like, do you trust this guy? You know, like Mm. I I get where you're like a thousand women is a, is a lot, but like he also is with you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like those are kind of just like fantasy women. Um, yeah. But I also think if you say something to him where you say it upsets you, one or two things will happen. He might just be like, oh, you know what? I didn't even realize that. I'm sorry. Or he might be like, oh, okay. And then like create a fake account. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know their relationship. I don't know the level of honesty. And I think she has to also ask herself why it's upsetting her. Do you know Would what I mean? You, is she sure? Is it is it, what's wrong in the relationship? Where do you not feel loved and ask for those things? Yeah, or is there something that maybe you feel is missing? Or is it just mm. like, hey, I want to jerk off sometimes and you're not around? You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I I I think also, like, again, ask yourself, would you rather there be a, a account that you found out about that he uses for all his women, or would you rather him have this open account where he's like, Yeah, I follow a bunch of chicks that I'm attracted to? Like, I think I'd rather the bunch of chicks I'm attracted to and not have any secrets. Like, it's all just yeah. there. I'd rather just know. You know what I yeah. mean? And because I think one or two things will happen. He'll be honest and be like, oh, hey, I didn't even realize that. Or these are just girls I follow. Or if it's something he feels embarrassed or shameful about, he might, like, create a fake account. And that's, like, the worst when there's, like, yeah. a lot of secrets like that. You don't want that. You don't want to push no. him into a corner like that. I I think give this some time. I think saying I give him, it some time. I think saying to him like, "Hey, you follow a lot of women on Instagram. You know that, right? Like, who are they? Like, and he could be like, "Yeah, they're just hot chicks that I think are hot. Like, that's like the most. That's the answer I would want the most because at least it's like, yeah, I'm a guy. That's what we do. You know, like yeah. and the OnlyFans thing. I think that. I understand where the payment thing, but you, I, I think also, I think a lot of women think just because you're paying means that you're trying to get to like date them. And that's not what the OnlyFans payment is going on for. No, but like feminists would be like, you should be paying me to see like my body or see me fucking someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of feminists that are like, that's the right move. You should not be consuming this for free. You know yeah. what I mean? You should not be watching a girl take three dicks for free. You know? No. I think even two is the limit. Right. But even like, (laughs) I think Lisa Traeger had a really funny joke about it where she's like, she pays for porn. And I'm like, that's like a very feminist thing. Totally. I, I, I always think of Lisa when these subjects come up because 
then she had all these porn stars contacting her, thanking her. Like for sticking it up for her. It makes sense. It makes a ton of sense. J I mean, it Tram- didn't make it didn't make me pay for porn, but like I was <laughs> like, I get the sentiment, you know. I like, get it. Good too. for you. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Think about everything you've ever learned about getting healthy. There's a lot of contradictory information out there, and things like that old-fashioned food pyramid aren't much help. Enter Noom. It's not about what you just ate, but about how you eat in general. Noom teaches you about eating, your cravings, and how to build new habits, so you can ditch your misconceptions and get smart about food and the choices you make. Based in psychology, Noom teaches you how to eat so you can accomplish your personal health goals and stick with them long term because you don't need rules to lose weight you need knowledge with noom you pick the health goals that are right for you and noom personalizes a weight loss program to help your aspirations become a reality i am someone who loves what noom is doing because i do believe that all this health stuff everything that i put in my body is a part of learning and knowledge and it's more psychological than it is anything else i I can get to the gym Can I stop eating when I know I'm full, but I'm still at the table? This is stuff Noom is trying to help you with. It's trying to get in your side your head so you can learn so that you're more ready to make good decisions. I, I... Every day, there's a little factoid that Noom is serving to me that makes me a better eater and makes me a little bit healthier. Noom's cognitive behavioral approach means you're not just losing weight, you're building the habits you need to keep it off. Just 10 minutes a day can help you lose the quarantine weight and hit all your 2021 goals. There's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash JTrain. That's N-O-O-M.com slash JTrain. Learn how to eat again with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash JTrain. N-O-O-M.com slash JTrain. Ready to learn how to live healthier sign up for noom today noom.com slash j train noom.com slash j train j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with adrian i pellucci go 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 follower follower the album and pre-sale right now it's called baby skeletons and it's an album from i love that it's from two years ago because i love that we're putting it out there because you're inspiring me. I want to. I I've been dealing with this decision today, and I, I think I'm I'm going to go it. for it. Uh, so, Baby Skeletons, it is out on the 29th. You can listen to it anywhere you listen to music. Uh, fear of sex will stay in a sexual area. Um, I love the podcast. I've sent you a couple emails in the past hinting towards my main question, but I've never been brave enough to write it down. I know this may be a little heavy but I just need to tell someone. You ready? I'm ready. I'm excited. I have a a fear of sex and don't know how to get over it. I've had a couple bad sexual experiences that have made me distrustful of people. If I'm in a spontaneous hookup situation, I'm okay. However, if I've had enough time to think think it through, such as a date, I panic. I know not everyone is a bad person and I need to try and move past this, but I'm not sure how. I listen to a lot of sex, dating, and self-help podcasts to normalize the conversation in my head, which has actually helped a lot. I have also gone on casual dates to try and get comfortable being around men without adding extra pressure on myself. However, I usually don't move past a first or second date. Do you have any advice on what I should do? I know you're not a psychiatrist, but any advice would be appreciated. You're the first person I've admitted this to, so even if you don't read this on the podcast, I'm grateful. To you. Well, I, I really appreciate the email. I appreciate your trust. Um, Adrian, what it's would great you... that she could be like vulnerable with you and she trusts you. These people like your fans, like really love you. It's kind of admirable. Well, Where they I trust you and they that. love you. Well, um, I think I think the that 
I actually have thought about this a lot, and I think you're the perfect guest for this email because I think with, I think comedians are always the best at receiving like information, yeah. like because for comedians, like we we think about everything, um, we we let every every discussion is meant for discussion with us. You know, yeah. if you go when we sit at the cellar table and you sit at the cellar. If something came up, if someone said, I, I I am afraid of sex at the cellar table, it wouldn't be, whoa, what a weirdo. It would be, no. why? What why? happened? We, you Absolutely. know, it would be inquisitive. And and I think that's why I love doing this podcast is because I, you know, sometimes the questions are very similar, but every podcast has a different comedian guest. And I've noticed just with comics that like our conversations get deeper right away without even knowing each other that well enough to get deep. So. True. I, I, I appreciate her trust. And I think over the last eight years of doing this podcast, like there's no question that I would look at and go, uh, and, and we make fun of things, but we're never going to make fun of someone for writing their question in yeah. and we're going to dig in. And you never like comics really don't make each other feel shameful. Do you no. know what I mean? Like if somebody, yeah. if you came to me and you said, Hey, I hooked up with this chick. I have herpes right now. What should I do? I'd be like, okay, do you have insurance? Like I would never just be like, well, why would you get herpes? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so this, anyone saying something to you, it's never like you're shaming them. You're like, okay, well let's see how we can help you. Sure. How you feel about this. Like that is what's cool about comics and podcasts is that like, you can go to crazy places on a podcast. Cause no one's like, that's yeah. That's, we can't talk about, it. I mean, and some people <laughs> are like that, but for the some most part, like it's that. like, for the most part, it's like, yes. Anding. like, okay, let's explore this. Totally. Um, and you know what the difference is? It's the difference between your friend that after you're drunk, the next, the friend the next morning after being drunk that goes, oh, you were drunk last night. And then th that's the worst friend in the world. The best friend in the world is the one that goes, you were first, you were great last night. Um, here's what loved happened. your work, a loved your work. <laughs> you were a, you did a B C you, sh you might want to go talk to D um here's a gatorade like i think that's kind of yeah. the place that this co podcast come from where you're and like did you fuck so and so did you fuck so and so's yeah. husband this is so <laughs> cool like we're just not really shaming people which i think is great and i think that's, that's why these, i think that's why your fans feel so comfortable well i appreciate it what do you think of this person's email now that we're here so I don't know exactly her sexual past. I don't know if she's had, mm -hmm. you know, sexual assault or anything like that, which is going mm -hmm. to make you feel on guard, you know? So I don't know if that exists for her. I do think the first time you have sex with somebody, it's usually never great. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It's like, you don't know each other's bodies. You don't know much about like their sexual, you know, what they're going to do in bed. Mm -hmm. I would think honestly, find somebody that you can actually trust. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I know that's not easy right now because, like, we're in COVID. You don't know who you can trust and people mm -hmm. still want to fuck. And so I know that's hard. But, like, if you could almost meet somebody and talk to them and get to know them first without mm -hmm. fucking right away. And it's like, I think you have to have a level of trusting somebody. You know, yeah. like, that's, that's for me, been the best sexual relationships is where I trust the other person. And even if the first time sucks, you're like, you, you still go back and do it again. You know, I, I think trust I, is a big part of it, though. You want someone you can know you can come back to, talk it out, do the post-game press conference with them. I totally agree. Before I even get to what you're saying, because I agree with you 100%, I would encourage this person, 
there's a couple things in her email that I, I just kind of want to pluck out. Uh, she says, I know you're not a psychiatrist and she listens to a lot of sex, dating and self-help podcasts and normalize the conversation in my head. The first thing I'm going to say to her is you got to go. I think you should seek professional. You got to talk yeah. to a professional. You got to you. You you said you've had a couple of bad experiences. We don't know what those we experiences why, were, yeah. but it doesn't matter what the ex the experience doesn't have to be big enough or too. There's no bigger, too big or too small experience that like makes you worthy of professional help. So I think there's like a, and I hope I said that correctly, but like everyone can I, benefit from going to therapy. Everyone. everyone. So it, I think sometimes people will say, well, my thing isn't enough to go get, no, no, no. Your it's thing all enough is enough so if your fear of seeking professional help and that's why you're going to podcast because you're like minimizing what you went through no, no 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 whatever you went through however you feel no one can tell you how to feel go go talk to a professional there are people that are that are that that are are trained in the things that you went through no matter how again i i hate using big or small in this context but if you're thinking your thing isn't big enough it's Whatever it is, it's the right size to go get professional help. The other yeah. thing I'll say, now, now that I've gotten away from professional land, this is something everyone can relate to. She writes, if I'm in a spontaneous hookup situation, I'm okay. However, if I've had time to think it through, such as a date, I panic. Everyone's connection with sex is different. When you mm -hmm. start comparing your sex, and, and we all do this. We all do, well, third date, time to have sex. And it's like, who... Who decided on that? That's ridiculous. So, yeah. you know, what you're saying, like where you're like, find someone who you trust. I think maybe there's a little bit of like, well, this guy's going to want to have sex soon or this person's going to want to have sex on this schedule. And it's like the only schedule that matters is your own. So I think. Yeah, and what you're comfortable with. Yeah. So when you're saying like, okay, I'll just go into a spontaneous hookup so I can just get it over with. Like. You're not even doing things for your own comfortability, and that ha and and just know, like, if you wrote in and you said, "I'm a, I'm afraid of sex, and I have to wait one year to have sex with someone," I would go, "That's yours. That's that's there's no, you know, Adrian and I. I don't think either of us, neither of us, we would go. Okay, well, that's what gets you to sex. Okay." Yeah, it's like you're, and this is gonna sound like cliche. It really is your own path. Do you know what I mean? If you want to wait a year to have sex with somebody or two dates. Like that's really up to you. Yeah. You know, I don't know why she's uncomfortable. I don't know if she's uncomfortable with her body or not. Like, so I don't know what, what the reason is. Um, but like sex can be awkward. You know, I mean, that's why mm -hmm. people have so much drunk sex because it lowers your inhibitions. You don't feel as uncomfortable. You know, I'm not advocating for getting drunk and fucking people, but like, sure. you know, I think you need to know why you're uncomfortable. And if something happened, like you said, go to therapy, it's going to help a lot. Yeah, therapy will help. I, 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 again, we both want to push that because I think that will it's help great. her a, an amazing amount. But also, what you're saying is like some people get drunk, have sex, and they wake up in the morning. And they go, "Whoo, I feel great. Time to get the day." And yeah. some people get drunk, have sex, and go, "Oh, why I did I do I that? Did that I can't." Night. Exactly. So both are correct. Both and There's both are no to be right learned answer. from. There's no right answer. And both are to be learned from. If you get out of it, if you're the person that goes, oh, I can't believe I had spontaneous sex again. I, I don't want to do. Now, the next time, 
don't do that's it. That's not then. your thing. That's not yeah, your thing. You're not and that's into okay. It. There's nobody. And and if the person that has sex and is like, yeah, great. Let's see Monday morning. Yeah, go do it again. Find someone who matches your sexual, you know, uh, connection. Proclivities. J, J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Here with Adrian I. Pellucci. At Adrian I. Pellucci. Baby Skeletons. That is the album. I want you to go download it. Get it. Pre-order. 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 Right now. It comes out the 29th. Anywhere you listen to music. Baby Skeletons. Adrian I. Pellucci. Girl Code. Our exes off limits forever. Let's hear this. I was, I was best friends with this girl in high school seven years ago. We drifted when we all went to college, no longer keep kept in touch. During that time, she dated this kid from her hometown, hometown for less than a year. They broke up, and now she lives with her new boyfriend for the past couple of years. Now, I recently moved back to uh, our hometown, and she reached out. We met up for drinks and caught up trying to rekindle our old friendship. Well, her old boyfriend also reached out to me after seeing I had moved to the area. And after talking for a while, he asked me out. I did decide to go. It went great. We had an awesome time. The night ended with a kiss, and we made plans to hang out again. I really like him. Um, I can't help but wonder, am I breaking some girl code since he previously dated my friend? We weren't friends when they dated. I know nothing about the relationship they had or why they broke up. I know her, and I know she will be mad if she finds out. I'm torn. Do I be a good friend to an old friend or try it out with this kid I'm super interested in? Are ex-boyfriends off limits forever? Adrian, what do you think? Oh, okay. Ex-boyfriends, it depends. Each situation's different. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If my, me and my best friend, I say she say I dated this guy for four years, we yeah. break up, and then she wants to date him, that's inappropriate. You're my shitty. best friend. It's yeah. shitty. It's inappropriate. So girl code is different, and each situation is different. I feel like you and this girl lost contact and weren't even great friends to begin with. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like if you're such great friends with somebody, you don't lose contact with them. So the yeah. fact that you guys did lose contact and only reconnected is basically situational because you moved back. I think True. what she should do is be honest with this girl and say, hey, um, I know you and so-and-so dated. We weren't friends at that point. Now that I moved back, he asked me on a date and I went. And I want to be honest with you and tell you. And mm -hmm. if she gets up and says, listen, if you're upset, I totally understand that. But I'm going to still date him. And then you yeah. leave it up to her. She also, you can't like, you can't own everybody. And she's no. in a new relationship. Like, it's so crazy to like, you know, that's the, stuff you did when you're 16. Yeah. The, the, I, I'm with you 100%. I, I think the hole in their friendship is a big part of this whole thing. They weren't that great of friends. Like, look, no. if it was your best friend and she breaks up with a guy and you're like, hey, can I date him? I'm like, sure, if you don't want to have that friendship. But yeah. this is not that great of a friend. She's She's living with somebody else. And the fact that she would even get upset about it means she's holding on to feelings about this guy, which is weird. It's not about you. I, I, I'm I, with and you. And you live in a small I, I town. How many available people are there to date? Yeah, I, I'm i with you all the way. I, I think there's an old saying, it's not the, it's, it's the cover-up, not the crime. Yes, you, be honest you, about it. Be honest. It, it, people don't get in trouble for the crime. They get in trouble for the cover-up that comes after the crime. That's how it always works work so if you can get in front of this thing that might be considered a crime there will be no cover-up so you're gonna get in whatever trouble you get with her it's gonna be her problem so i i'm with you you send a text you go hey 
Send a text, um, th- maybe call her if you're, I don't know what level of friendship they've reconnected sure. back on. And also, like, if she doesn't want to be friends with you, who cares? You weren't friends with her for five years when you moved away. You'll be fine without her. That, I, was, I, like, I, that was like prepping you for this. Who gives a shit? Exactly. And, and I'm sure this person that wrote in is a little nervous because they've just moved back to the town. She's not, she's not technically on home turf because she's been away for so long. But I would say to her, you send a text. I would send a text. I go, hey, I know this is going to be incredibly uncomfortable. I would get in front of it. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. Just let her know. I feel uncomfortable with this. Um, so-and-so reached out to me and we got to talking and I think we're going to go on a date. I wanted to let you know that's about to happen. And well, then, now she's already dated. She has to say, hey, we already went out on a date. And I like him. I, I don't think she should lie. I yeah. think she should just be honest and be like, You're hey, right. this is uncomfortable. And I didn't tell you right away because I didn't know how I'd feel about it. You know, because mm. like she should say we went out. I do like him and I do want to continue seeing him. But I wanted to let you know and give you the courtesy. And then if she's upset, you- then like if she's upset, then it's like this chick ain't a good friend to you anyway. You can't own everyone in your neighborhood and no. like everyone's off limits. Give you the courtesy. I wouldn't want something like this to sneak up on you. Like, just like even, because like, I wouldn't want that. So just letting you know. And again, what you said, leave it open to like, no, I'm seeing this guy. I'm going to see him. But yeah. I'm being nice enough to let you know so that you don't have it pop up on your Instagram feed one day. And it's also, like. Also, a year relationship or less than a year is not that long. If this was a f- engagement and you guys yeah. had been you guys had been connected the whole time. I'd say that might be a little fucked up, but this is not that great of a friend. And if she's, you've already lived without this person, you can live without her again. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. This season, give the gift of comfortable, washable, and sustainable shoes and bags from Rothy's. Rothy's shoes are incredibly comfortable with zero break-in period thanks to their seamlessly knit-to-shape design. It's no surprise that Rothy's best-selling shoe, the Point in Black, has over 3,000 near-perfect reviews. Spread some holiday cheer with the newest Rothy's styles like winter-ready shoes, brand-new bags, and washable masks. And with a Rothy's gift card, you can let your loved ones pick the perfect present. I gotta say... I got these shoes for my mom like two years ago, and she still talks about them. You don't have to break them in. They're great for the in-between stuff. It's not You're not going out in them to you know your fancy New Year's Eve party, but you're not going to just wear them around the house. There's something you'd wear to the store, something you'd wear to the you know get your nails done. You'd wear to you know go pick up something from the grocery store, something you'd wear, hey, we're going to go get drinks at the bar after work. You know, that's the, that type of stuff. It's the in-between shoe, and I, I think... The fact that they're comfortable and they look great and you can wear them with anything is a huge plus for my mom, and I'm sure they're going to be a huge plus for you. Rothy's comes in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. Rothy's are available in a range of styles. Rothy's shoes are seamlessly knit with thread made from plastic water bottles, so they're ultra-comfortable as soon as you slip them on. That's right. There's zero break-in period. Find out why Glamour named Rothy's one of the top gift ideas you can't go wrong with and why Allura says Rothy's is the eco-conscious gift you'll see on every list. Rothy's signature thread is 
actually spun from plastic water bottles so they that they turn into shoes, bags, and even face masks. Another major bonus, Rothy's are fully machine washable. Every time they need a refresh, you can simply toss them in the washing machine. That's huge. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags right now at rothys.com slash JTrain. Go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash JTrain. Style and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash JTrain today and slip into something you'll feel good about. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more email. Is that cool, Adrian? Yeah, absolutely. This Let's is fun. do it. Um, this is great. You're Your killing podcast it. Want- is the most fun. <laughs> Thank you. You're I, great I at what you do. Time. You're great at what you do. Your fans are awesome. I love uh, your podcast. I mean that. Way too kind. I, I, no, no, no. I've- You're great at it. I appreciate that. That means a lot. I, I, I really do love doing it. Okay, so I sent you an email before. Yes, I read let's br- it. Let's let's pop that up. Uh, the, I'll read the email and then we'll go to the screenshots. Ready? Yeah. Big fan from the UK sliding in to squeeze the sponge that is your brain. Ah, jolly ho! <laughs> Hoping to soak up some droplets of your infinite wisdoms. Here's the deal. I'm at culinary school with this guy who is so hot. You know, one of those situations when your body is just so drawn to someone Whew. She writes, like my vajayjay tenses up when he walks in the room kind of hot. Does that I happen? Exact, I know exactly what she's talking about. Yeah. It's kind oh of like God. almost you getting a boner for someone that you see where you're like, woo. I want to fuck well, that, that person. The dick, if, if the dick worked that way, we would have a lot more issues as men. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess it works like that as like teenagers maybe. Some I I think there's more made out of it than actually like there oh, is okay. the moment you do get the out of nowhere boner and you'll be in class and you got to like put it in, you know, yeah, in your belt pant the the waist of your pants to try and not like, you know, and everyone's like, OK, we're leaving class. You're like, OK, no, I'll be there in a minute. You know, like, there's a little bit of that. But Will your dick just like move a little if you see a hot chick. I don't know how it works. It's it's not like a magnet, um, okay. but. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking it is. No. It's just drawn to people it's, and it's like, Ooh. Just starts looking around, me and my dick, just like, Who can did we you t- see your buddy? <laughs> uh, okay, but so, I know what she's talking about. Your pussy will tingle a little. Uh, okay, so a little uh, pussy tingle. Uh, anyway, following orders for my underpants, I made the first move. He seemed keen, then never followed up. What's weird is he never he just never replied after saying yes. We see each other almost daily at school, and he's never brought it up or made it weird. I am completely myself around him, and we chat like normal. What's the deal? I know the texts are from a while back, but it's still an ever-present question in my mind, and maybe I did something wrong that I can learn from next time. Please untangle this dude's brainwaves for me. I literally just want to shag this guy's brain out and and, af- and work off some sexual steam with zero strings attached. I don't want a boyfriend or relationship of any kind, so what gives? Thought it was a dude's dream. We are both 26, if that is of any relevance. Uh, so let's read the emails. I think it's very interesting what she said in that the end. So, okay, you be her, I'll be him. Oh, I can't read them. You can't? I'm on my phone. That's why. So I'm not using a computer. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'll be her. Here's her. Ready? Hey, was going to chat you today, but never saw you without everyone around. I know this might seem forward, but I'm a big believer in speaking my mind. So here it goes. I think you're hot and would love to hang out sometime. I'm not looking for anything serious, but think we could have some fun if you get what I'm saying. 
And then she put the eyeball emojis. No big deal at all. If not, just thought I'd shoot my shot because for some reason I really want to fuck you. Oh my God, she really came. <laughs> but <laughs> that, is like, the, that is the most amazing upfront. It's I love spectacular. This girl. I love it. To be that connected and fucking just say it is amazing. Well, that's the thing. She has an understanding of her relationship with sex. She is asking for what she wants and mm -hmm. nothing more, nothing less is, is what you have to keep to because she, she writes no big deal at all. If not just thought I'd shoot my shot because for some reason I really want to fuck you. Ha ha. I'm actually laughing at this message because I've genuinely never said anything like this to anyone, but Hey, fuck it. I'm, I'm in a particular bold. I'm in a particularly bold move. If you're not interested, I honestly and am not bothered and don't want you to feel weird because I asked, but I just knew if I didn't, then I'd regret it. Girls got to eat and all that. So I love the text. Um, his, so he respond, forward. So great. forward. But you know what? Um, also not like gave him an out. Do you know what I mean? Where you're like, hey, if you're not into it, that's cool too. When you give someone an out, it's great. She, yeah. Here's the food, but I can remove it and put it in the fridge. You know, or I can remove it and throw it away if you don't want it. it that, that's I'll it. give it to and, someone else. There's yeah, that, so she so she so he wrote back, hey, big respect on the message. Honestly, basically, I have just come out of a relationship and kind of got in my head that I'm going to take a break from anything that could get serious or get in the way of the course, uh, at least the duration of the course. Oh, so the course that they're taking together. Yeah. Uh, as I'm sure you'll agree, this course is very important to me, and I'm sure for yourself. I really don't want anything to get sticky or confusing, as we will be seeing each other a lot for the next eight months or so. Having said that, I agree and would be down to hang out for sure. Shall we pencil something in for next week or the following? Okay. So she writes. So that is ha -ha. confusing. That's very confusing. I'll say this. Here's what he's doing. I don't I don't need I mean, let's let me read the rest of hers. Ha ha. That okay. message is, uh, reads in a pretty confusing way. Not really sure what you're saying. I feel like mine was pretty black and white. Yeah, I think so. Too. It was. But to clarify, but to clarify, I'm definitely not looking for anything even resembling serious. You're the course. I'm totally focused. Yeah. Yeah. Re. I, I, I read that wrong. She wrote. Yeah. Re. The course. I'm totally focused. I've obviously got both cuisine and pastry to focus on. Now they're in culinary <laughs> town. Also doing another program on the side. So stuff's pretty full on for me. And don't um, don't uh, plan on letting it slip at all. I love being single at the moment because I can act what, on whatever I want. Um, e.g. my previous message. And I'm completely focused on myself and my goals. Just thought I'd put out a feeler and let you know that I find you attractive and reckon we'd have some fun. Either way, it's chilled. Yeah, that message could have gone one of two ways, but I'm pretty straight up chick and tend to speak my mind. It doesn't always go well, but I think it's a good way to be. So glad on the big respect response. So then he responds, yeah, to be to be fair, on a second glance, it was a bit confusing, and I apologize. I was a bit taken back, if I'm honest. It was a really straight up text, and I and I wouldn't have the balls to send uh, balls to send a text like that. So honestly, big respect, and I got a lot of time for that. Okay, dude, enough. You, you, she's like he's like raising her jersey to the rafters, like she's like <laughs> Hall of Famer. Well, I'm glad we see eye to eye, and yeah, me to uh, to I am also enjoying being single, but I hear you, and I'm feeling it. So let's definitely get a drink at some point next week. 
so then he writes sorry texting is a nightmare on my phone and it keeps trying to call you uh yeah it fair it was quite a lot sorry if it came across strange just don't really know how else to put it sure uh so if you're still up for it let me know what time works next week i've got plans wednesday thursday so can do can't do it then yeah i have to sort some shit so now they go back to trying making plans and and they do that for a bunch of email a bunch of texts like hey i'm out tonight can you hang out no i can't and then i think he also says hey i'm somewhere right and she can't do it Right? Yeah. Does he? Does he? Unfortunately, I thought plans. he did. I'm actually going out to dinner this eve. Another time. Hope you. No, he didn't. Okay, then he, he doesn't want to fuck her. Well, he's or got he someone wanna, else. Or he doesn't want. I don't. I don't know this guy, but sometimes people after a breakup do really want to be by themselves because they kind of hate everyone, and they're like, "I need to decompress." And then there's some people that are like, "I need to fuck that other person out of my brain." Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I think I, also being in school and seeing her all the time, if it doesn't work out, it's going to be weird. I don't know. This this is going to be a, all you. Well, I, I'll say this. Do you ever have a grandparent that grew up in the Depression? Uh, yeah. They don't, they, they finish the food on their plate. They don't, you know, they're, they're, they're frugal with their money. They're, they're very yeah. aware of what they hadn't had before. Men okay. are like that with sex. Okay. Men don't just say no, no and leave the option. Get it out of my face. They remember a time where they were, you know, had no sex and no woman wanted them. And they were in high school and they were the loser because men, you know, are are there with their penis. Like the, the penis is like, come on, go get that. Go get that. Go get that. And we all right. I remember and, we were standing in line for bread. Yes. And now someone's giving us bread. So there's one. There's a distrust of it. Two, there's a, I don't want to just throw it away. He, even in his he's text. Distrust, he's re- you think he distrusts her even though she's, you think he thinks she wants more than sex? He doesn't know. I think he knows that she initially wants sex. I think a lot of guys don't trust that a woman could stay the course of just sex over the course of this culinary school that they're in together. Because he even wrote that in his message. As confusing as he was, it wasn't confusing to me. He goes, okay. I, I want you. I uh, Sex, of course. I want sex with you. So he's not going to like turn away the yeah. food that's being offered to him. But he's also saying, I don't want to get in the way of this class because I, I'm sure – because guys see the ending before they'll see kind that of makes the, sense. Where the goodness sees, of it. They, he sees it going off the rails and now I have to see you when it's uncomfortable. Yes. And, and he uh, – again, I trust her because of her email, because of her messages – I think it's hard for men to get out of their own way sometimes to think that there's some woman out there that is giving them exactly what they're looking for because it's like, uh, yeah, what, what, what's the, so what's the, and it's an ego thing. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with her. It's not because she's not great or wonderful or good for somebody, but it's, it's his egos in the way. And it's his narcissism of thinking, well, you know, my mom said I look good in a suit. So every woman's going to want to like lock me down. And it's like, that's not the case. This girl was like, I think you're hot. I want to fuck you. And he's sitting there going, also, he might have another woman in his past. He might have the ex that's still around. And he's going, Who knows? Yeah. I just got to I just got to keep that option alive. So right now he's keeping the ball in the air. He's playing a game of, of uh, he's rallying a volleyball and he's just trying to keep it in the air as long as possible until he can have the I option. Think, I think this is what I would do if I was her knowing this. I would sure. wait till the end of the course and be like, hey, do you want to fuck? 
And if he did the whole let's grab drinks and he didn't follow up on it, I would just, it's dead. I think that's a very nice thing you're doing for him, but I would actually say to her, she is so direct and so honest that I don't believe that the sexual experience will be good if someone can't be as direct and honest as you. That might be a good point too. I I didn't think think of that. The way she is, she's like, I know my connection to sex. He doesn't know his connection to sex. He doesn't know how to be honest with sex. He only knows how to be the that's guy a really that's good point. Like stringing girls along and things are going to go bad. Like a real stud would be like, come on, oh, let's have a drink. We'll pop upstairs. Let's fuck. let's fuck. He's not a real stud. He's a guy. Mm. It's just not in his in his nature. I think she has to move on. I think she's got to go, hey, it's, you know. Go spend a night in the tub with with the removable, you know, hand thing and think about him for a well, while. <laughs> also, she sounds hot, right? Like, doesn't she sound like yeah. she's kind of hot? And she also sounds she like she's, sound wa- she's wasting her life being a pastry chef. She should be like out in the fucking courtroom, like I mean, just fucking controlling shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She's like yeah. a woman that's no nonsense and should be a fucking judge sitting on the Supreme with Court you. doing shit. So maybe reconsider <laughs> the pastry business. Um but yeah, you're probably right. She knows what she wants. This guy is wishy-washy. He's probably going to fucking suck in bed. Go yeah, get someone else. Worth, get someone else. I don't think this is the guy. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Adrian Ipolucci, thank you so much. This is fantastic. Thanks for having me. Always a blast. I want everyone to go follow Adrian at Adrian Ipolucci. The album's called Baby Skeletons. It's on pre-sale now. Get involved. Adrian's one of the funniest comics out there right now, so you're going to love you the so album. Thank you so much. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next week. Boom.